You're listening to the Talking 20 Podcast. This podcast is for you if you're in your 20s and you're thinking, what the hell am I doing? We've all been there and we want to talk about it. We're your hosts, Bridget O'Rourke and Mary Margaret Courtney, and we sit down with fellow millennials to chat about their journey and hear what they've learned along the way. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Talking 20 Podcast. Mary and I are clearly trying to sell our mugs right now, if you haven't if you haven't noticed from all of our Facebook and Instagram shenanigans. We're having a lot of fun with it. Um, but yeah, Mary's not drinking out of hers right now. So the perfect time to actually like talk about them and use them, she's not using it. So clearly she's a traitor. Anyway. I'm a traitor. This is a... You're a traitor. She said it. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, this is another episode of the Talking 20 podcast a pre-release chat. I messed that up totally, but whatever. This is our pre-release chat where we talk about what's coming up next week on the podcast, what we've been doing in our lives recently. There's been a lot going on in Mary and my life over the past week. We have some exciting things to talk about. But first, we're going to dive into our episode next week and buckle up because... Our guest next week is one of the most amazing, inspiring, phenomenal wim- wi- woman, women, woman, woman, I've Wom- ever woman. met in my life. The most amazing human. I met her uh, back in Frost Week at Radio and Television Arts at Ryerson University. She was in my Frost group. Her name is Taylor Lindsay Noel, and some people may have heard of her because she is a public figure now. Um, Some of you may not have heard of her, so I'm going to tell you a little bit about her story. Um, So Taylor was training to be in the 2012 Olympics when she was 14 years old. She had been training as a gymnast since she was four years old, so 10 years of high-intensity training. Like, she talks about it in our episode next week, you know, going before school, she would go and train. She would go after school and go and train, and then she went to piano lessons, which is crazy, but that's a whole other thing. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, And... While she was training for the 2012 Olympics, she her coach wanted her to do a move, which at this point, actually since then, it has never been completed. And at this time, Taylor was putting her full trust in her coach. You know, you assume as an authority figure that you see every day, this person has your best interest in mind. Taylor didn't feel comfortable doing the trick, as Mary calls it in the episode, which is just hilarious. What do you call it? I think I said the flippity-flippity. Yeah, the double flippity backflip flippity magician at one point or something. Like, we don't know what what it's called. Yeah. Um, But he wanted her to do this trick. YouTube wasn't a thing, so she couldn't look it up to see, you know, what it looked like. And she put her full trust in this coach, tried to, you know, say, no, I don't want to do it. He told her to do it. Anyway, on her second time of doing it, she fell and she landed on her neck and she became a quadriplegic. And I have shivers just talking about it because Mm -hmm. the way that she approaches this subject, obviously she had her battles um, pivoting from being a full-time gymnast. Professional athlete. Professional athlete changing to being a quadriplegic and have to completely pivot her life and the way that she's pivoted her life since then is phenomenal like now she is a successful entrepreneur with this successful tea company that's been listed in oprah's favorite things list oprah well oprah's like person one of oprah's people contacted her company to be like hey oprah wants to try your tea 
incredible. She went to school four years after her accident for something completely different than she was planning to do with her whole life. She wanted to be an entertainment reporter after her accident. Went to radio and television arts for it. Four years after. I didn't realize that when I met her, it had only been four years since the accident. So anyway, this lady is phenomenal. I've known her story for a long time. Mary, we you went into the interview not having yeah. heard her story before. Yeah. Um, so you kind of like were a good insight for the listeners being like, tell me everything. What's what's your deal? So how did you feel during the interview? Um, well, we talk about it, but I was just, I was actually shocked at myself and the assumptions I made, like knowing very little going into it. And then as I'm hearing her story, I'm just the, the assumption that she's going to struggle in a certain way, assumption that she's going to feel anger or, you know, there, there's, I don't know. Everyone's going to have their own experience. When you hear this story, you can't have anything but like a whoa moment And Mm -hmm. for me, I was just like, I assumed that there was going to be like way more of a hard time and way more of a struggle. But she's she's an athlete. She's an Olympic athlete. And we and we talk about that correlation as well in the episode. But she through this injury was able to still do what she was trained to do, which was like you get back up on that metaphorical balance beam and you push through, you push through the pain, you push through the fear, you push through the struggle. And there's like a weird lesson to be learned in it. I, I, maybe it's not a healthy thing, but I was just so impressed at how she has, like you said, pivoted, like her ability mm-hmm. to move. And I'm like, man, like I need to pull up my socks because when yeah. I have hard times and I'm like, I can't, the world's out to get me. Life is over. Yeah. And then you hear her story and you're like, Okay, that's yeah. crazy. Um, yeah, and, and just she how does... open she is about everything. Mm-hmm. No topic yeah. is off and the she... table. No topic off the table. She, we talked about so much, and we'll get into that in a second. But, like, the way that she, yes, she is, like, so inspiring in the way that she, you know, overcame this hurdle and the way she talks about it now. But she does talk about the bad, like, the bad parts of it and, you know, some moments that she had that she just didn't want to go like didn't want to you know go through with this whole pivoting thing like there's just so much to it it's so deep and the way that she talks about it is so inspiring but she's also very real about it yeah yeah um and she loves herself in oh my god she loves herself in such a good way in such a healthy way we were like I want to love myself like that. Like the ability, like she wants her time on this planet to be good. She wants to make an impact and she wants to have a good life experience. And so even with Mm -hmm. something so tragic happening to her, she could hold so much anger and resentment for this man. And as we're going to get into in the world of, of gymnastics, like the me too movement is strong and it's like, people Mm -hmm. are coming out about their stories. And like you said, it's multi-layered and there's so much to her story. But if you even just look at like her gymnast story, that's multi-layered. And she talks about the trauma mm-hmm. of those young, like young formative years as a young girl and what she went through. She could be such an angry person right now. She, she could be. And it would be so validated. So validated. <laughs> and she's just like, 
No, I'm going to make a tea company and I want to be a public figure and I want to talk to whoever. Like, she's so nice. She's so, uh, yeah, like mm -hmm. just yeah. the best case scenario for the worst, one of the worst things that could happen to you. Yeah. And uh, something that I like that we did in this episode was we didn't really talk about her accident too much. And that was a conscious decision. You know, we went into it being like, okay, there are Taylor's on tons of podcasts where she talks about her accident, what happened before her accident, what happened after her accident, all of that stuff. So we were like, no, this is talking 20. We want to talk about, okay, what are the differences now that you're in your 20s that you have to consider because you're quadriplegic. Mm -hmm. So, um, but if you, the listeners, I'm sure you're very intrigued about her story, as Mary and I were. And she, Taylor, actually has this podcast called Tea Time with Tay. Brilliant name. Um, <laughs> especially that she has a tea company. And in her first episode, she introduces herself and she goes all in depth about her story. And the power and the emotion i'm i have like i actually have goosebumps right now talking yeah. about it the power and emotion that she portrays in this episode and she tells you about all of the things that you would want to know about like all of the things that you would ask about you know you listened to it for the first time last night too didn't you yeah like this morning i got yeah i didn't get through the whole thing yet but same thing mm -hmm. i had moments where i stopped and i were was rewinding it because i really i mm -hmm. like the way she can recall the story, she's obviously had to tell it so many times. But it, I want to ask her, did you write this down and recite it because of how well articulated? Mm -hmm. And she pulls out the emotion. Obviously, she was there. Uh, but it, yeah, it just gives me chills to hear. I, I don't know why she's not angry. <laughs> like, that's my thing. I'm like, this person, like, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm almost so speechless at it. Yeah. To give you guys a little bit of a teaser of why you should go and listen to Taylor's episode before you listen to the episode that we have with her next week, because we don't touch on the accident very much, you're going to be listening to it, you're going to be like, I want to hear about the accident! So we're going to give you a little sneak peek of this um, uh, episode that she does. Sorry, we're going to give you a sneak peek of her first podcast episode so that you can, you know, get a feel for how emotional it is and hopefully it'll intrigue you to go and listen beforehand. So I'm going to do that right now, Mare. I can do that in this funky, cool thing that we have that we record on. So I'm going to play it. And I take a deep breath. And as I've done many times in the past when you have a fall, I tried to get up. So I jerked my body forward to try to get up, so stand up so I can go watch it and deal with my angry coach. But nothing moved. Winded still, I took a deep breath and tried again. So I jerked myself and what I thought was jerking myself to stand up. So I thought I was just very winded from like having whiplash or something and nothing moved. That's when my coach yelled and said, Taylor, are you okay? Get up. And I just kind of whispered back and said, I can't get up. And then I said it again, I can't get up. I can't get up. I can't get up. I can't get up. And he's like, what do you mean you can't get up? I'm like, my body is not moving. I just felt this great sense of tiredness hit me. It was almost, at the time, it felt like I was just sleeping. But what I didn't know was that I was very close 
to dying. It was this tiredness feeling that I just needed to close my eyes. And every single time I would go to close my eyes and just be at peace, the paramedics would like yell at me and say, Taylor, please don't go to sleep. Please just stay awake. And I couldn't understand why. I'm like, why can't I just take a nap? Like you heard that I just fell. I've been training. I'm very tired. Let me sleep. And all this chaos was going on in an ambulance with the sirens. I'm like, why are there sirens? I swear this isn't that bad. My body is just stunned. I'm not paralyzed. Like I'm fine. But again, after each time of me feeling like I needed to sleep, they became more and more concerned. And again, the panic started to set in. That like so freaking powerful the way that she says that and I meant to actually clarify before that I took two clips and I put them together as you could hear the little whoosh sound so the first one was um, right after she had fallen and she was on her back and her coach was saying get up come watch let's see what you did and then she can go back and try again Um, the coach was saying get up and the second time was when she was obviously in the ambulance going to the hospital so those were the two really powerful moments that I picked from that episode to kind of demonstrate just how much emotion and how powerful the episode is and that you should 100% go and listen to it because it will answer all of your questions and you'll be able to come into the episode that Mary and I do with a very good understanding of what Taylor's story is incredible yeah Yeah, and I do recommend it too I mean some people may even listen to it after but um Mm -hmm. it does it answers all those questions that we very specifically stayed away from and although I hadn't heard her story um you had so we were able to like pivot and stay on the topic of being in your 20s and the topics Mm -hmm. we get into like what her life is now her her journey her goals um, so yeah, I just highly recommend to people listen to it because it'll, yeah. it'll give you a really good insight before you hear us. Yeah. So then some of the things that we talk about with her in the episode, uh, we get into, uh, well, first we talk about what her life was as a gymnast before the accident. So what does that mean to be training every single day for 10 years? Um, we also talk about, obviously she touches on the accident. She gives you a brief backstory of the accidents, but if you want more in depth. Obviously, go listen to that episode. Yeah. Um, she And then we talk about uh, the pivots that she had to make after the accident, as in going back to school, going to a real high school, because before she was going to a, um, like a special high school for gifted athletes. And she was supposed, for her, like, middle school experience, she was supposed to go to a normal high school anyway, but it just so happened that I, that was at the same time as her accident. So she's switching from this school with three other kids to the school with 16 other 1600 other kids like while she is also mentally having that mentally and physically having that battle of re-identifying being herself in a wheelchair re-identifying that's good yeah um yeah then we get into all the stuff that we want to know about dating dating what's babies. it like dating in a wheelchair yeah babies What's it like having babies in a wheelchair? <laughs> like, yeah. all my, of this stuff. My biggest takeaway from our episode was obviously dating, online dating. Bridget and I have both dabbled in our online apps and... <laughs> dabbled is an understatement. <laughs> oh. Um, oh. Yes, Just kidding. Yes, That's... bartender Matt, I'm off mine now. Um, 
<laughs> Bartender Matt was actually met on a dating app. He was, so. yeah. So we really wanted to get into that topic with her. Um, and then mm-hmm. this conversation about consent, which like so stupid that I didn't think about this before. But mm-hmm. her, like she says a moment in our episode of, um, when I get out of that chair, I'm trusting you with my life. And mm-hmm. in this, like, this new age of, you know, women really understanding the power they hold and consent, hearing her talk about it, I was like, holy shit. Like, I, uh, yeah, it, it just, it, it adds a whole other layer a to whole other layer. an already big topic. I think about the in moments the that, right as a woman, I don't feel safe. Like, literally, I was going to go for a run this morning. I looked at it, so I was like, it's kind of foggy, and I'm in Brampton. Like, I don't know this town. And so I was like, I'm not going to go for it. Because literally, in my head, I'm like, what if I get jumped? Which has never happened to me, but it's just mm-hmm. it's how you think. And so I just think about, like, her day-to-day, especially with dating, and we get into it, those moments that she's like, I can't because I'll feel... I'll be and not I'll feel unsafe she will be yeah just it it blew open that idea where I was like oh yeah that dating and relationships and intimacy is it's a non-starter if there isn't consent and communication Mm -hmm. and in this world where we're trying to teach that to men and women and all of the humans um and how to navigate that world, it's very interesting from the perspective of someone who's like, it's non-negotiable. We don't get to yeah. have this conversation of like, yeah, is, is consent sexy? Or like, you know, like all these like heavy conversations yeah. we get in. And with her, it's just like, it is, it has to be done. And she talks yeah. to them a lot of her potential boyfriends before she even goes on a date with them. Even yeah. before date one, she's like, where are we at with this? Because there are people who have gross fetishes and yep. she's had scary situations happen to her before. So yeah, that was that? the most, which she talked about, but that was the most like impactful moment for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like she also talks about intimacy and about consent during intimacy, but also how she develops her relate, how her relationships are different because sex isn't the first thing that, they think about like yeah. many it's the same for many people but some people it is like you know they're just want to have sex and then they start dating or whatever but she talks about how that's not at the forefront and they build such a deep bond before those intimate moments and it was just it was a question that I had like how does that like how does that work and all this stuff and she gets into that she's so open about open. it yeah yeah and yeah Yep, go for it. And we learned about, um, oh, I'm going to forget the word now, but the type of people who fetishize quadriplegics. Oh, um, I don't remember. I know this is wrong. I want to say doogies, but that's not right. They're not called that's doogies. Not, they're not called doogies, Mary. It reminded me of the word amputees. Oh, devotees. That's it. Devotees. Yeah, those are people who fetishize people in wheelchairs. And Taylor's had to deal with a whole lot of them and really has to, like, really has to vet the people that she goes on dates with to make sure that they're not those type of people. And she talks about, like, how she always has one of her nurses, you know, come on the date with her. But they don't, the the person that she's dating doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah, It's amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah. 
It's great. And um, we also get into uh, what's it going to be like. She wants to be a mother. She's always wanted to be a mother. How does that work? Uh, How does that work if you can't, you know, physically pick up your baby? How does that work if you can't physically give birth? Like, do you want to be pregnant? Do you not want to be pregnant? We get into all that stuff. Freezing your eggs. All the good late 20s things that we all have to talk about all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And and she's super knowledgeable. About She's so knowledgeable. Uh, uh, yeah, about all that freezing. stuff and yeah. surrogacy, egg freezing. I didn't know any of this about egg freezing. Apparently, it's like you're having like 32 periods at once. Insanity. Sounds um, terrifying. Yes. And then we get into what has been her, you know, her endeavor for the past few years, which is Cup of Tay, her tea company, um, which is like um, like a luxury tea brand. It's incredible. It's if you look at the website during the podcast episode, Barry goes on the website and is just absolutely raving about it. Like <laughs> I, we just I ordered on you. You ordered, episode. yeah. It was just like the most. Oops, sorry, I hit my my desk. Um, oh, it was just the most amazing. Uh, the most amazing company. So much thought has gone into it. She's developed it. She developed it from scratch. She talks about how, like, she didn't go to school for business. And I know that she didn't go to school for business because we went to school together and I didn't go to school for business. So, <laughs> but we did have a class called the business, which we kind of talk about business of uh, media production, which nobody thrived in because none of us really understood our yeah. futures at that point and why we should pay attention. Um, oh, yeah. But to go back to her one first of thought. Yeah, her thought was, uh, like, she started from the beginning. Her first Google was how to legally sell tea in Canada, and Google has just been what's taught her to create the super successful company to the point where she is right now, which is, you know, on Oprah's favorite things list. She's going to be in, oh, you got to listen to the episode, but, like, her tea is going to be, like, Justin Bieber and Hailey Bieber are sipping her tea. Just saying. Yeah. (laughs) There, there's the the little nugget for you, and like yeah. available at Chapters and in Indigo. Uh, mm-hmm. Like she's she is killing it, and I will say the tea is very very delicious. I was gonna ask for your review of the tea. I purposely oh, haven't so yet. The peppermint is phenomenal, um, and I made some for my mom, and I told Taylor's story over a cup of tea. And <laughs> yes, and she loved it too. She thought it was very, very delicious. The cup is gorgeous. The brand is gorgeous. Her marketing is insanely good. And I wanted everything that was on that mm-hmm. website, which is rare for me. I'm normally like, yeah, that'd be nice. I'm over it. But yeah, like, oh, she's killed it. She's done such a good yeah. job. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Mary and I, having recently started up this other company called Collective Creations Event Management, which I can see Mary's all like excited <laughs> to talk about. Um, we we understand on a deep level like how much work has gone into her website, her branding, her literally everything had thought put into it, the product, everything, and the marketing, and oh my gosh, I could talk about it forever. But yeah. it's just like the so of, well-rounded yeah the, and we we touch base on it but everyone if you can go and google it her logo itself has so much thought put into it like mm-hmm. the the fine fine detail behind that logo as people who have just gone through this it's insane like i don't have that attention to detail <laughs> at all yeah no but, it, it's the the reasoning behind her 
logo is that she wanted to have like hidden gems in it. So every time you look at it, you see something else. So like the U is a cup and the E is a leaf and like all this like fun little hidden parts of it, little Easter eggs throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's done such a phenomenal job. Yeah, but uh, definitely listen to her episode next week. We get into all the stuff that you would probably meet Taylor and you'd be like, okay, really want to ask about this, but I probably shouldn't. We ask about it. So so listen to the episode. You're going to love it. It's a long one, but it's like it encapsulates you and you can listen to it in two parts if you want. I don't care what you do, but you, you gotta do, listen you to it. You do you, boo. You do, <laughs> you, do you. you. You do you, boo. Um, but speaking of companies, Mary, yeah. something very <laughs> exciting has happened in your world and my world. I was going to say our, our world. Our world. Uh, Why don't you take take the lead on this? So Collective Creations, uh, people have heard us talk about it. Some of you already know what it is, but um, it's an event company that I started years ago. And never, like, I did everything for free because that's what you do when you start something so small. Um, yep. And <laughs> Yeah, like, Also, when own. you're a student and, like, <laughs> we've all done, we've all done our fair share of free work. <laughs> yes. And I had um, no attachment to it, really. Like, I did it because I had contracts and I needed to have the business to, you know, send invoices and stuff like that. Um, but I had a website that like I wouldn't send to people and I didn't put on my resume and I did not want to show off. So during the past few months, uh, Bridget, her sister and I, and our team has also been really helpful, but you and your sister have definitely made this something that like, I woke up today so excited because we launched it yesterday. All the advertising is going out today. Uh, so anyone If we can figure out Facebook, because Facebook... Sucks. Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get it out. We'll get it out. We we yeah. will pivot, as they say. We will pivot. We'll pivot. Um, but yeah, so it just looks so good and it really does. It's like things are selling even before the website was up. Like the company is moving, I think, in a great direction, and we didn't even have like proper advertising out yet. So I'm just really excited to see what it does that now that it has this like beautiful face to it. And mm-hmm. Just the, I was talking to my mom about this the other day where I was like, it's just this weird, perfect moment where like everyone involved is so good at what they do and they're so willing and ready to do it just like that. And like things that normally I had roadblocks and roadblocks and roadblocks if I ever tried to go through something like this, I clearly didn't have like the time and awareness to really dedicate to making this work before. But now... Mm -hmm. It's just been this thing. And like yesterday I go on and I Google my thing and it pulls up and I was just like, this is so good. It's so it's pretty. Real. And I want to yeah. tell everyone about it. Whereas last time I built a website and I was like, mm, yeah, I have a website, but like, shh, don't go there. Um, which is so <laughs> like useless. What are you wasting my time? Mm. So yeah, it's just been uh, a lot of work more than I, I understood and mm-hmm. a lot of long days and late nights and early mornings. And I'm so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for your sister because I, we talk about it with Taylor, how like she's like a really good delegator and she's like really good at, you know, telling other people her vision and then they pull it together. And mm-hmm. I related to that because I was like, yeah, I had ideas in my head, but I was like, I don't know if these are possible. I don't know if that works. I don't know if this makes any sense. And then 
like I would ask you to do something and then you like come up with something that's just like 10 times better. And I'm like, I didn't even know Bridget could do that. Oh my God, this looks amazing. And like, again, it's just like, there's a pride to it to like want to share it more. And in the world of social media, that was what I wanted. I didn't want a brand that was like, oh, I've relaunched my company and now you need to go look at all the things. Like that's everyone and their dog is doing that online these days. (laughs) Can you give me a (laughs) visual example of what that looks like? Oh, I've relaunched my (laughs) company and uh, I need you to go look at all the things. (laughs) I just feel like... I just find like because everyone has websites now and everyone has like a small business, like everyone's a yoga instructor and now everyone's going to become, I don't know what the other, I came up with the other day. I was like, that's the new yoga instructor. Anyway, I find everyone has that and everyone has a brand and mm-hmm. in the world of influencers and digital yeah. marketing, it's so saturated. And so even just and- having a business starting to work before having it online like that was really helpful because it was like, I feel no offense to influencers. I felt more legit. I'm not just an influencer who's trying to look good on social media or make money via digital marketing. I you have also to could go in. Something. You could also go in with the confidence, knowing that it works, like knowing that the company is working. So mm-hmm. when you're paying to get all this stuff done, to get photo shoots, to get websites, to get digital media and all that stuff up and running, you're like, okay, but this is all going to go back into the company because it's working. It's working. Yeah. I don't have to like wait and launch it and be like, hopefully people buy this now. Mm -hmm. Um, We're moving and grooving and stuff is just like kind of falling into place. And there's still like hard, terrifying moments, um, which is like a whole other conversation and episode about that. But having constant fear, like what the hell am I doing? Just go get a job with a salary and benefits Mm -hmm. and like maybe a retirement plan. That'd be really great. But it's not me. It's not who I am. So go forward with this. Let's a hundred percent commit. And again, I just, like I said to my mom, the stars have just aligned and you and I working together. Like we started talking 20, not sure if we would work well together, work well together because there was a really yeah. good chance that there was going to be like <laughs> an implosion of some kind. We both like tiptoed into this. Like, is this, is this a good idea? Let's okay, see. Let's, Let's see. Okay, it's working. Okay. Okay, yeah. it's working. All right, full like, blown. Let's do a company. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. And it's just like so and and now I work with other people and I'm like, ugh, I'll just talk to Bridget. Because it's literally <laughs> like we just we're both we're yin and yang and I get we get each other. Um yeah. I was saying that to someone the other day about uh I was like, Yeah, you know, like Kate's doing the web design, she's so good. Like I literally just sent her a Google Doc and now it's like a website it's there it's it's amazing <laughs> I was like but then I hit a point where like I felt like I had to translate through Bridget because there were so many moving pieces that like Kate doesn't care about she's just making the website but I'm like I don't know there's this and blah, 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 blah. and you get me like I can ramble and talk and you're like okay so I'm gonna filter this down I'm gonna distill it a little bit and, I'll and I'm gonna tell everyone... Kate what you need exactly <laughs> So I'd call you and be like, hey, so I'm going to talk to Kate. You'd be like, I already did it. It's done. And I'm like, great. Okay. (laughs) So yeah, it's just like it's worked so beautifully. I'm so excited for it. I'm so proud of it. And yeah, it's up. It's official. It's a real, I mean, it was a real real company last week. Get ready to be 
bombarded with posts today about our new website because we're really content, stoked content, about it. Content, 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 and we're really excited to see you know how it blows up. If you need a wedding coordinator, let our website speak for itself. Also, <laughs> Christmas parties. We're getting a lot of increased Christmas parties. parties. We do special yeah. events as well. And, yeah, yeah. Also, those. Oh, are we? Wonderful. Look at that. Oh, that's great. That's super exciting. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll wrap this up. Well, well, it's still young. (laughs) (laughs) So next week, definitely make sure to listen to Taylor's episode. It is incredible. You're going to come out feeling the same way I do about her, that she's just the most amazing woman that you will ever hear of. I don't think there's anybody else in the world who is more amazing than this, than this woman. So, uh, check her out. Um, also, oh, there's something that we're doing alongside of the episode. Do we want to talk about that? We are, (laughs) sure, I don't care. We're doing a giveaway! Woo! We're gonna do a giveaway with Taylor's (laughs) tea, Mary. Uh, so what are we giving away? (laughs) We We are giving away a Talking 20 mug and not the mug you've seen. We actually have some more branding coming out. It's looking really Date good. undetermined because yeah. we're busy. So back <laughs> off. But by next week because that's when we're starting the giveaway. Hopefully. It's happening. So, yeah, we're doing a giveaway with a new Talking 20 merch and a cup of tea mug and some cups of tea, some of her actual tea. So, uh, yeah, we're going to do a little partnership with her. Mm-hmm. And perfect Christmas gift, guys. Like, absolutely perfect mm-hmm. christmas gift for anyone stocking it's stuffers. an experience mm-hmm. it's getting experience. that box and opening it like yeah it's an experience yeah, yeah it's gorgeous i got one i loved it we'll show that on social media um yeah i'm very proud of it yeah. yeah great so listen next week it'll be coming out on friday stay tuned i'm excited to reach taylor's audience and have them uh you know learn about a new side of her and learn about her whole story. I'm just, I'm so excited to get this episode out. So stay tuned. And, it's going to be a good one. Last thing, sorry, follow her because she's got a lot of cool projects oh, yeah. and things coming out soon. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Follow her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Have a good day. Bye.